Hey, this is a very special episode today as I have a guest with me. Her name is Sinead. We met in Malta when I was there in November last year. The story of how we met is quite a memorable one. I was in the spa in the sauna practicing some mindfulness when I was rudely interrupted and um, Sinead was in the sauna at the time and watched the whole thing and then we reconnected the next day. So I'm very happy to introduce Sinead to you. Hi Aaron, thank you for inviting me to your podcast. The pleasure is mine. So today we are going to talk about the feelings that come with being burnt out and the emotions that you have to navigate while going through that. It's very easy to ignore how you're feeling, especially when you're very busy with life or with your what, with what's happening in, in your life, whether it be good or bad. And especially when you're going through something quite heavy, you tend to ignore what your body is telling you more so. So I'm very glad to have this conversation with you today. Yeah, and I suppose as humans, we believe ourselves to be invincible and uh, that motto that keep calm and carry on just is something to be really listened to. But, you know, we do tend to to think that we can keep going um, when life is throwing things at us and that we are invincible. But, you know, uh, the body is very wise. Pain is a great indicator. Um, You know, and sometimes we can even ignore that and we think we, we can carry on. Then burnout can happen. And for me, the deep irony was I was a teacher teaching students about listening to their emotions and taking a breath and pausing. And yet the irony was that as a teacher, I wasn't uh, listening to my own body, listening to the my own symptoms. And yeah, burnout happened and it can be a lonely place. Um, it can be a frustrating place. Um, I know when burnout happened for me, I brought home work home with me, uh, thinking that I'd be back after two or three days. And um, I suppose it's a lesson in that we aren't invincible. It 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 will catch up with us. It's that pause and in the pause that we learn. Well, for me, I learned so much more about myself and and how I had lived my entire life rather than in the weeks leading up to the burnout. So, you know, it it for me was a lesson, a lifelong lesson. Thank you for sharing that with me. I think it's quite interesting and it's quite that you said it in the way you did, because we can just live life without really paying attention to how we're truly feeling. For me, I was living a life where I was doing everything I was told to do by my parents or my friends or my colleagues or whatever. And I was just kind of going along with the ride, but never really realized, never really realizing the impact it had on me and on my health. Like for for me, it was, I wasn't really happy and that's when I really realized that I had to do something about it because I would just wake up with this feeling of 
frustration and I would just not have any motivation at all to do what I was meant to do. And I was, I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought that I was, that there was no way out of it because that was the life path that I'd chosen. But then I had to realize that only I could be the one to snap out of it and to find a way to find a, a path of happiness. But when you're in that space where you are experiencing burnout, you don't really feel as though you are a part of anything. You feel detached and you can, you're constantly doubting yourself, the decisions you're making. And you feel, I felt embarrassed and a level of shame towards the feelings I had because I was looking around me and everyone was fine and everyone was getting on with it, but I just couldn't. So that was my signs of early signs of what I was feeling. Yeah, that really resonates. Um, not enjoying my job. And I was in a job that I loved. Um, I really, I really loved my job, but at the time I was dreading going to work, not having that motivation an unnatural tiredness, um, doing all of the things to try and build my energy back up for work again. Um, and I was just sealing over much deeper issues. Um, and I suppose when you come to burnout, I suppose the priority is gaining back that energy again, you know, gaining back and, and that takes time and it can be frustrating um, because you are looking around at people and you're in this very um, isolated way of thinking that no one else is, is feeling this. And when you start speaking about it, then you realize that people either have been through it or are going through it too. But I suppose you can't make decisions or you can't reflect and heal while you're in that recovery. You really have to get the nervous system back to back to your body feeling safe again. Um, you're in survival mode. Um, and it is about just doing the little things then to, to build your body up day in, day out. Sometimes it can be minute, minute by minute and hour by hour and day by day until you just build up that um, resilience again, until you can you can go and you can explore further and um, using modalities like EFT, tapping, breath work, yoga, meditation, to get yourself through that, through those days. Um, and then you can start exploring the, the deeper rooted issues that have led you to this burnout. You're just trying to reach a, a balance in yourself, isn't it? Because we often obsessed with speed and finding a quick fix but for these kind of experiences you can't do that you have to be patient with the process and yourself because it comes with its ups and downs or it can you can go through a time where you feel completely fine but then i would refer to it as waves you go through a wave of feeling really happy and fine and content but then you go through a wave of feeling down in the dumps which is valid because it's all emotions and it's all should 
should be processed. Um, exactly. And we live in a society where we're results driven. It's go, 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 get the result. And our bodies don't respond to that. Um, you know, pain, it's an indicator of wisdom, like the body's wisdom of telling us to go within to practice and to feel those emotions and that takes time to learn and it can be frustrating and that's why I suppose where I came to EFT and tapping and I'll talk about that later but it allowed me to safely process um, the emotions that I was feeling to acknowledge that that they were there and to work through them and uh, to reframe um and then I began to reframe, like I said, all of society's um, expectations that we put on ourselves or the expectations that I put on myself that led me to um, coming to this burnout. And I suppose that's where the wisdom then comes from. The, the pain is the symptom. The anxiety is the symptom. The, the burnout is the symptom. Um, and going in and seeing what's not in alignment in my life right now that is causing this pain. Um, so while I wouldn't wish burnout on anyone, it has been my greatest teacher. It has taught me um, to stop up, to not go in the direction that I thought I was meant to be going in or what really um, was in alignment in my life and what wasn't in alignment in my life and to take those changes and make changes myself so that I was in alignment um, and that I can live a life that's in alignment with my body. Yeah, I would say that I've had to realise what my limits are and to try to respect them as much as I can because I don't want to ruin the progress I've made by going back to how I used to be. You, there's a reason why we have a limit, whether it be our mental or physical capacity. And we also have boundaries for a reason. And I think that we find it difficult to try and make everyone in our lives happy, but sometimes we do it too much and we, it's usually at the detriment of ourselves agree with that completely and I suppose it's about showing yourself the self-compassion um that's the medication that we need that's the that's the basis of these boundaries that you're showing yourself the compassion to say that's not for me um it's not in alignment with where I am right now or you know that acceptance and forgiveness of of where you are um is really important and sitting in that discomfort of your pain will, will give you nearly the courage to be able to say to people that's not for me today maybe another day um and saying yes and no based on what you feel i suppose if you were to give the advice to a friend about how to get themselves out of burnout we don't tend to apply the same advice to ourselves or apply that same compassion to ourselves. Um, 
And that's really important. And I suppose that's the journey that I've been on is coming to that place of self-compassion to say, you know, when um, things aren't right for me or to have an uncomfortable conversation and to accept myself completely in that, that I, that I have stopped people pleasing and I have made my boundaries. And that is from a, a place of um, compassion and the people that love you the most will accept that. Um, and I suppose that's where the learning comes from then. And um, when I decided to start the journey of healing myself and learning to accept the person I am and the life I wish to lead, I found it quite difficult to communicate this with the people in my life and in my surroundings. It's very easy to have a normal conversation about what's going on in the world or music or whatever, but it's very difficult to tell someone who you're close to that you're struggling and that you need help. And but we live in a society where it's very difficult to have a deep conversation with someone, especially when it's over WhatsApp or whatever. It's doesn't feel the same as just we don't really call each other anymore either. So it can feel you can feel quite lonely because the whole concept of messaging is very cold in my opinion. And I'm very old fashioned in the sense that I like to do phone calls with um, friends or family. So as it gives me some kind of connection with them rather than just a message. Quite often, they're turning to ways to disconnect through phones, relationships, alcohol, drugs. And, you know, the most important connection is connection to self, connection to your mind, connection to your body, connection to your spirit. And that's been lost. Um, and I feel quite passionately about that because I, I work with um, teenagers and young people. And um, for me growing up, and I grew up in a different generation to you, um, the emotions are still the same. There's still that that need to connect and that, that need to communicate. Um, and the emotions remain the same. Um, so I think that's why I think it's so important, like practices like breath work and yoga and meditation and journaling and and for me, for tapping, that that's brought to young children, to teenagers, to young adults, um, so that they can learn to tune in to their mind, to their body, to their spirit. And conversations like these become more normal. Um, we talk about mental health crisis, and I know they can look at, at videos on um YouTube and TikTok and Snapchat and um, but really connecting in with themselves and um, finding a way out of their struggles is really important. I think even when young people find the courage to tell someone what they're going through, the help that they need is not available, especially at the moment with the waiting lists of NHS services. So I think when it comes to therapy, it helps you to talk about what you're going through and it kind of tries to help you change the way that you think about yourself, but it doesn't give you the tools that you need to 
consciously move on from what you've experienced. So for me, when I met Sinead, she introduced me to tapping and the way that you can help yourself process your trauma and pain and emotions on a deeper level. And there's a couple of things there in that. It's, uh, it's first of all, it's about empowerment. Um, and it is about giving you the tools to be able to reduce your anxiety yourself. Um, and I suppose to explain tapping for those who haven't um, come across it, EFT is emotional freedom technique. And it helps you release that trauma from your body. That trauma, what, there's a, it's a blockage. When a trauma happens, the emotion, it's blocked, it's stagnant in your body. And EFT uses meridian points in your body and you tap along those points while talking about um, what you've been through, acknowledging the emotion that you've felt and reframing it then, figuring out what the narrative that you created in your mind around that event and and reframes it so not only are you talking about it but you're physically releasing it from the body and you know that's so accessible to so many people first of all to be able to reduce the cortisol and adrenaline that is happening in your body when you are um when you're anxious, when you're stressed, EFT has been proven um, to reduce that by 43%. So the science is there, but that you can you can do this for yourself. You can access videos on um, YouTube, um, on TikTok. I know EFT was featured on um, an EastEnders um, episode last week. So, you know, it it is about that empowerment piece that that you can do this for yourself once you learn the points on the body that you can um that you can tap on um and working through your own script working through a script on on youtube and you can make quite significant changes that you might not necessarily always see in therapy and there is value in therapy don't get me wrong um but it's that physical release from the body as well um, is really important. And on the day that I introduced tapping to you, I could physically see the shift um, in um, in your whole body, how through one or two rounds of the tapping, it was like you just took a big deep breath um, and I could physically see it. And, you know, that's the power in it, that it, that it is accessible um, to people and to young people, especially, especially because therapy is expensive. Um, and anxiety um, is on the rise. So when we make this more accessible to young people, hopefully we can prevent things like burnout. We can prevent things like um anxiety and all that that deep pain that goes with um with it and Aaron I laugh because on paper we would never have made any connection we're different ages different genders different generations different interests but yet the commonality 
was that we could see, I could understand, we understand each other's emotions. And I suppose any healing journey, regardless of the context of the struggles that you're facing or what you've come through, the traumas that you have uh, experienced in your life, it's that understanding of um, pain or what stress is or um, what shame is or what overwhelm is or what grief is. Um, we all know what that feels like in our body. So I might not understand uh, the context from which anyone is experiencing that, but I'll experience, I'll understand the emotion and what that feels like. And that's where you can give space to people. Um, and that's what tapping did for me. I was able um, to work through the pain, to feel the pain, to sit with it, and then to move it on and move it on from 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 my body to the point where I could feel that, that any of the situations that I had faced in my life, that I just moved on from them and I had recreated new beliefs. And I do that now on a daily basis. I told you at the start of um, our conversation before we joined that I had been really pissed off today. I had just been in, in foul humour and I tapped my way through that. I just acknowledged what was going on in my life and I just released it by allowing it to be there in our body. And I suppose that's where we are very quick to try and to disconnect from. We we scroll on our phones, we, we turn to distracting we, we we turn to anything other than it can be work it can be exercise and sometimes it's as simple as sitting with it and acknowledging that it's there and acknowledging that there was frustration there today and saying okay and then tapping through it and releasing it through my body and here i am with you today not pissed off <laughs> um, so that's the power in it for me and being able to share that with you and um, anyone else that needs it. Um, it's just so important. And it's one of the tools that I've used to get through the burnout and the way I was living my life and the beliefs that I had in relation to work, in relation to life, I've been able to reframe them and, and go back to work and um, go back to living my life without the distractions, you know, and that and that's the empowerment piece, really. For me, tapping has been a way for me to easily tackle my anxiety and the emotions I feel when I go through a turbulent period. Like, for example, if I'm on the very busy public transport in London, I can tap using my hands in a very discreet way and that will help me deal with the overwhelming feelings that come with anxiety with lots of people in a very crowded claustrophobic space. Or I, if I have some feelings linked to my past, I can talk about it and tap my way through it which has really helped me. And when I first met Sinead, I was a bit dubious towards it and I kind of questioned it. But after a number of times where she has taught me through it, I have, um, I believe in tapping. I believe in 
the power of it because you, in order to fully heal yourself of pain or trauma or anxiety or whatever it is that you're experiencing, you have to tackle it with your mind, body, and soul. It's not, you can't just do it through talking because that won't tackle it on a lower level, on a deeper level for you. Wow, that was a very interesting conversation. I'm, I'm very grateful for you coming on this episode today. It's a pleasure to talk to you about this and, and thank you for being so open and honest with me today. Thank you, Aaron, for having me and for being so open to showing up for yourself and empowering yourself and giving yourself the tools to find your way out of the struggles that you faced in your life. Um, you should be proud of yourself. You really have um, grown even in the time that um, I've met you. And I suppose that's that it has been lovely to watch and to experience. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's episode. I'm Aaron Patel. This is the tightrope of acceptance with Sinead today.